Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're looking at the parables of Jesus, though we're doing a little background right now to where we can see what is happening. And I tell you what, if there's nothing else that we'll see, we'll see that, that there was a lot of confrontation in Jesus's life. You know, too often we think that if we're believers, then all will be hunky-dory and all will be peaceful and we'll never be uh, conflicted or afflicted or confronted with anything. And uh, that is not true. We've seen it here in Matthew 22, which is where we are right now. Uh, Jesus was talking with the religious rulers, and boy, they were getting combative with him. He talked with them, gave them a parable about the, the wedding feast. And then the Pharisees asked him about, well, do we need to pay taxes to Caesar? After he dealt with them, the Sadducees came up the day, same day and said, well, you know, what about the resurrection? And gave that example about the woman who'd married the seven sons and had no kids and when Jesus had answered them uh, in a profound way, remember what he says? You're mistaken. You don't understand the scripture nor the power of God. And that, that God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They're still alive. Well, the people were just absolutely uh, astonished by this. This is how the scripture describes it. It's what it says in Matthew 22, 33. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. Well, it just keeps flowing. Verse 34, but... When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, <coughs> they gathered themselves together. You know, I had mentioned uh, in the previous episode that I thought the uh, Sadducees had got a, a kick out of what had happened to the Pharisees. Well, here we don't even have to think that because it actually says it. When the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, uh, they, they decided to do something else. So they gathered together, and one of them, one of these Pharisees, a lawyer asked him a question to test him. Are, are we shocked that a lawyer would ask him a question to test him? No, because that's what lawyers do. It's not necessarily a negative thing. It deals with the motivation of the heart. Well, here the motivation of the heart was to trip him up, to entrap him. And here's what the uh, test was. Matthew 22, 36. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And that's a quote out of the New Testament, out of Deuteronomy 6, the great Hebrew Shema. Okay? And so the Jewish people would have known this. They grew up with this. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Verse 38, this is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. And so he dealt forthrightly with what the question was. Now, let me check here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to click a button. You know how I like to click buttons here. Uh, let's see here. Let me slide down a little bit. I've actually, on my computer right here, i got a parallel Bible. Uh, just to see what uh, other scripture, might, uh, other portion of the scripture <clears throat> might have. 
Okay, here we go. Yeah, I thought something here. And Mark 12 has a parallel passage with this. Listen to what Mark 12 says, beginning in verse 28. One of the scribes came and heard them arguing and recognizing that Jesus had answered them well, asked him, what commandment is the foremost of all? Jesus answered, the foremost is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And so all these are quotes out of the Old Testament. You need to love God. How do you love God? With all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. Mark brings in right here because the Old Testament reflects all this. So uh, Jesus is bringing together, conflating passages together to give the totality of what the Scripture says. And the second was this, is to love God. So you love, I mean, love uh, your neighbor. You love God and you love your neighbor. How do you love God? With all your heart, mind, soul, strength. How do you love your neighbor? as yourself. And Jesus said, there's no commandments greater than these. Mark continues, verse 32. The scribe said to him, all right, teacher, you have truly stated that he is one and there's no one else beside him and to love him um, with all the heart and all the understanding and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as himself is much more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. And so this this guy, the scribe says, yeah, Lord, I agree with you. What you said, this this is far better than even burnt offerings and sacrifices because your scripture tells us that too. When Jesus saw that he had answered intelligently, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. After that, no one would venture to ask him any more questions. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> You know, because of the response. I mean, they were just getting blown out of the water with this. Matthew doesn't give us any type of response, okay, any type of response from when the Pharisees had asked him and when they'd sent this lawyer forth. Uh, but Jesus uh, says, no, this is what's going on with this thing. He knew what was happening. Again, I want us to see the context of what's occurring. What we're going to see, and we'll, we'll look at this in the next episode, is that Jesus... Uh, wouldn't just leave it like that. As a matter of fact, it was just lingering. And the next verse in Matthew twenty-two forty-one says this. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question. <laughs> so he, you know, he didn't let it slide. He pushed the issues to where they could see, to where they could think, to where they could understand, where they could realize the error of their way and their understanding or lack of understanding of the scriptures or the power of God. Jesus kept leading them. He would lead with questions. He would lead uh, with parables. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll look at the next part in the next episode.